Wait, wait, wait. You've never seen Paid in Full. A low down dirty shame. Acrimony. It's yes. Christmas. No, I don't think I have. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? Where we watch all those black films you know and love. Oh, wait. Yeah, nobody talks about this movie. <laughs> At the end, I was like, hey, Joe. Um. <laughs> and we ask. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? So then guys, we have to ask now, does it hold up? Now, on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? And this week we actually have a special episode for Lyndon's Corner. And the theme this month for Texture has been home. What is home like to you? What does home feel like? what specific you know tv shows movies remind you of home and today we have a wonderful guest a really really long time friend of mine so did you know um and i wanted to talk through her experience and just understand exactly what home means to her welcome so did you know thank you cynthia <laughs> so our theme this month is what does home mean to black women and so for you tell us where you're from and where do you live now originally from Ghana, um, and I currently live in a suburb in, well, a suburb of Philadelphia, Horsham, Pennsylvania. Amazing. And then when, how old were you when you first moved over from Ghana? I turned 16 on my flight here. So technically 15 and a half in air, turned 16 before we landed. <laughs> how long were you in the air? 24 hours, I bet. Oh my gosh, that's uh, crazy. I actually don't know this like origin story of how like you and your family came to America. Um, mom was coming to school actually. Uh, oh really? To Westminster Seminary and mm. she decided it'd be great if we could all make it. Then she would come to school. If she couldn't mm. get us all a visa to get in, then she wasn't going to come. And luckily we all got it got on a flight and here we are oh my gosh how quick was that turnaround was it like a couple days was it a couple months like did you know quite a bit ahead of time that you're probably coming to America yes I knew quite ahead of time almost uh I think more than six months because I'd already started preparing to leave uh my junior high school at that time mm. it was actually exciting they were all writing final exams to go to high school and I knew I was leaving, so I really didn't care about the exams anyways. So I just <laughs> did it just because everyone was writing it. I knew it didn't matter if I passed or failed. I wasn't going to be there anyways, but I did it for team sports. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. So what was the transition like? Because I know like Ghana to the US, that's kind of, that's a big jump. And you were 16, so you'd already like built a life in Ghana. You were probably comfortable with your life in Ghana. So what was it like coming to the U.S., especially, like, because that's, like, halfway through high school for us. Yes. I mean, it was hard to leave friends behind. But I think what was good was I was coming with family. So I had mm. that um, support system. So I think I know that you're was... very close with your family. Yes. Yeah, so that was that was the thing that made, made it worth the while. Yeah. And then, so, like, how did you make friends in school? How did you, you know, start, or when did you realize that you were starting to establish roots here in America? 
Um, not till college. Um, high school was a little hard to make friends because I was oh. still trying to figure out um, what friends I could make based on the values they had and whether they were comparable to the values I had. And it was far in between um, with with the lot I was giving. So um, yeah. I don't. I I say from high school. I left with maybe one very good friend from high school, and we ended up in the same college, actually. Mm. And so, like, what were some of the values that we were looking for in people? Because I know you went, like I did, you went to a predominantly white school, and sometimes white people be wild in. So, like, what were some of the things that you were looking out for to know, like, this pro- person could probably be a good friend? Um, someone who was actually academically... Uh, focused Mm. I needed that I I needed someone who valued themselves put pride in the work they did um looking for a better future someone Mm. who wanted to change the world it's it's funny but um it was kind of hard to find those um high school seemed like a playground of kids talking mostly about boys and girls it was more a relationship type deal yeah um and I wasn't really into that and um or that type of drama so I was always the outside kid um with everyone else so okay this is really comforting to hear because I remember like I mean because you know I was born in America but even so like I remember being in high school and even middle school and the way that people ran around like mainly going after relationships and stuff like that I thought it was so weird I used to always be like we're so young why do you guys care about this yes yes and that was the thing it's it wasn't important to me but for some people it seemed like that was the highlight of their lives having that boyfriend having that girlfriend Mm. um but that wasn't what I wanted and that wasn't what I was looking for that's true I mean I wonder This probably might be, like, too big of a conversation for just the two of us right now, but I wonder why that is. Do you think it's because of the fact that you immigrated to America, whereas maybe a lot of the, your, like, white counterparts, they were already settled, you know? They probably felt comfortable with where they were at at that time, so maybe they felt comfortable enough to also explore, like, I guess the relationship side of their youth, too? It's, It's possible. It's very possible. And this is home for them, so... There's nothing else to look forward to. Okay. Yeah, I've always wondered that. And yeah. That's really fascinating. So it's very comfortable to hear another African woman be like, yeah, I wasn't about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that you didn't start to feel like you were building roots until college. So what happened in college? I started to make friends. Um, and those friends I made are still friends today. You know, it's long-term friends. We yeah. We bonded on different levels um and it's everyone had a mission a vision they had something they were looking forward to Mm. um and I think that brought us closer together having lunches and dinners on the weekends together um going on trips together and next week some one of us is getting married well we're not getting married but we're having a bridal shower actually so it's we are always there for each other so we've been in everyone's lives through kids and marriages so we we've been there 
Yeah. Do you, do you, are most of your, at least college friends also of African descent or are, um, is it just kind of like a mixed are, bag? They, it's a mixed bag. So, mm-hmm. um, my very tight group are actually African and African-Americans. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I get that. No, that's amazing. And then I guess, so my last two questions for you actually are number one, what does home mean to you? And number two, has the definition of, you know, what home is to you changed over the course of your life? Okay. Home is actually where the heart is. That's what I feel like most of the time. A classic. And my heart is in two places. So my heart is in Ghana and my heart is in the United States. Mm. Um, and it is where you feel love, I think, is where home is. Um, so if you take that love away, then home changes. Yeah. So I feel love at home. My parents are actually back home. Mm-hmm. So when I go back, I feel the love. And then when I come here, I have created my own love, my own world here. And I yeah. am loved by a group of people here. So that's why I feel like love is in both places, if that makes sense. No, that completely makes sense. Yeah, because I know I've been kind of going through that recently with I grew up in you know a similar area of you I mean that's how we know each other yes (laughs) (laughs) from way back when and then moving to New York I remember feeling and sometimes I still do feel really guilty after moving to the city even though I'm only you know two hours away but yeah I I get a lot of questions of people being like you know why stay in New York like why be here and I've realized that I've cultivated you know a group a good group of friends and a good I guess circle of love and friends that I still want to be here like I feel so much love in the city even though probably numerically I have a lot more friends and family in the Philly area but at least like you said like you have home with your family in Ghana but you still cultivated a home for yourself here in the U.S. through your friendships yes and that's I mean that's the important thing it's it's where you find love it's where home is and that's that's how I, I always see it as oh, that's so sweet I'm not gonna lie you're gonna make me cry girl dang I'm gonna be getting teary eyed <laughs> well thank you so much Dumb, for coming up the show this is such like this is such a cute and heartfelt episode oh, I love this you're welcome dear and you can always call me again of course you know I'll be hitting up your line you know me <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Does It Hold Up? Brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you like what you heard, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really does help. You can find us on social media at Textured Air. That's T-E-X-T-U-R-E-D h-e-i-r on all platforms and make sure you check out our other podcast where my girl's at and the blacklist and all of the other content we offer on our website texturedair.com until next time